0: Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef, equipping us to grow into a deeper walk with Christ. Part of Night Vision each weeknight. Details at vision.org.au
1: Jesus said, If you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. In the days when Israel were following false gods, God gave a challenge to those idols. This is what He said, present your case, says the Lord. Bring forth your strong reasons, says the King of Jacob. Let them bring forth and show us what will happen. Let them show the former things, what they were, that we may consider them and know the latter end of them, or declare to us things to come. Show the things that are to come hereafter, that we may know that you are God's. Yes, do good or do evil, that we may be dismayed and see it together. Indeed, he says, you are nothing. And your work is nothing. He who chooses you is an abomination. That's the challenge God gave to those idols. He said, if you're real, you'll be able to show us what the future holds. Well, that's what the Bible does do. 30% of the word of God is prophetic. God has shown us things to come that we might know that he truly is the true and living God. This is Set Free with Ken Legg.
0: Looking at the subject this week of the Bible itself, is it the Word of God? Can it be trusted? The prophetic aspect of the Bible that Ken mentioned just there not only makes it unique amongst all writings, but it also confirms to us that the scriptures that we hold in our hand are indeed God's Word. Ken, as you shared with us, 30% of the Bible is prophetic and most of that has actually been fulfilled. Yeah, you remember we spoke about all those
1: prophecies that are in the Old Testament uh, being grouped into three categories. There are those prophecies that relate to the nation surrounding Israel. Uh, Then, of course, there are those prophecies that relate to Jesus. And lastly, there are those prophecies that relate to the nation of Israel itself. Now, what we're going to consider now is some of those prophecies regarding the nation of Israel. Uh, First of all, God said to Abraham when he was just a man without even children, let alone a nation, he said to him that he was going to give him and his descendants their own land. He said then also that he would bring them into the land at the right time. He said also that if they were disobedient in that land, he would actually cast them out of the land. And then as the scriptures unfold, he begins to describe actually who will come and take them into captivity. He named him King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. He would come against Judah, defeat and destroy their land and carry them off into captivity. Then, of course, he specified the length of time that they would be in captivity, 70 years. And then also he said that um, they themselves, the nation that carried them away, that's Babylon, would be defeated and the Lord would bring back a remnant of his people to their own land. Now, archaeologists and ancient history confirm the precise fulfillment of, of all those predictions that are found concerning the nation
0: of Israel, all those things that I've mentioned to you all came to pass. You know, the, the thing I find most fascinating is how uh, Israel were actually taken out of their land, but then they were brought back again. It's the yeah. only nation in history that that's ever happened to.
1: Yeah, and that's because God did it. You know, he gave them the land and he's never really taken it from them. But, uh, okay, the, the, then he goes on to say that um, of those that came back, you know, they would be there for a few hundred years. And then when the Messiah comes, they would reject the Messiah and as a consequence of that most of them would be scattered throughout the nations of the world. In fact there are many scriptures that talk about uh, the wandering Jew becoming an astonishment a proverb, a reproach a byword, even a curse amongst the peoples where they were to be scattered Uh, they would be persecuted in fact and killed as no other nation on earth and we know that that is is so concerning the nation of Israel and continues today. Continues today but of course found its real climax in, in the Holocaust and so on. Uh, but God wouldn't allow his people who were scattered amongst the nations to be destroyed. He would miraculously preserve them as a distinct ethnic and national group throughout the centuries that they were
0: scattered amongst the nation. That in itself is a modern day miracle. Mm, and we saw that in our in our own lifetimes in nineteen forty eight when they came back together again was just an amazing miracle. I mean if we ever needed proof that God and the Bible were real, we don't really need to go too much into history we can see what's happening before our very eyes in the Middle East, that it's all been predicted there in the Bible. Absolutely. In fact, history shows us that any people who leave their homeland usually
1: lose their national identity within five generations. Uh, You know, they're absorbed into the culture and the nations amongst which they're scattered. But for 1,900 years, uh, the Jews have never lost their national identity. God would not let his people be destroyed, but would miraculously preserve them as a distinct ethnic and national group. Then, of course, you know Phil, as you've said, there are many scriptures that say that God would, again, miraculously bring them back another time into the land out of which they were taken. I think one of the most remarkable things that we've had the privilege to witness in our lifetime is the return to Israel of Jews from the former Soviet Union. You know, the Soviet Union had restricted emigrations to Israel to a bare minimum. They would hardly let, you know, a handful of people go. But, you know, we saw the breakdown of um, the Soviet Union and, you know, the the war coming down. And uh, we're just sort of, you know, absolutely nobody saw it coming. It was just such an amazing thing. And since that time, immigrants have been arriving in Israel in hundreds of thousands. Now, it's hard to say why God allowed the Holocaust. But one thing is for sure. If it were not for the Holocaust, the state of Israel would probably not exist today. Mm. Because it was this that became a catalyst for the Jews that were complacent in about returning to the land. You know, they were they were comfortable, they were settled, they were established yep. in the lands where they were scattered. But but because of all this ongoing persecution, climaxing in the Holocaust, it uh, gave them the de- this desire for their homeland, and uh, of course, the return, just as the scriptures foretold. And then there came that that notable day on the fourteenth of May, nineteen forty-eight when the nation of Israel was miraculously reborn. The amazing thing is that uh, before the Second World War, many commentators mocked the possibility of a re-established Israel. But it's come to pass just as the Word of
0: God said it would. It really is quite amazing. And it means that we're actually quite privileged as a generation to be alive, to witness that. Even if you weren't alive back in 1948, I wasn't. But people on earth today were alive at that time and to have seen Israel come back into their own land, and also the way that they've really prospered as a nation uh, since then in the last, what, 60 years or so.
1: Yeah, you know, earlier in the program, Phil, you asked the question, you know, about all these prophecies in the Bible. Have they all been fulfilled? Well, no, they haven't. Uh, Many of them are still to be fulfilled, and we see, as it were, the stage being set Mm. for the fulfillment of
0: many of those scriptures regarding Israel's um, end-time situation. But we can look at the... The historicity of the Bible, the accuracy over time, and I think that particular one there, Israel coming back together in the last 60 years, yeah. shows that the Bible can be trusted. The other things that are in there that it says are yet to come, yeah, we can take that to the bank. Yeah, that's right. But at the same time, you know, we can we
1: can uh, open our Bibles and and also open our newspapers and put them side by side mm-hmm. and almost um, see where the parallels are because we're living in days of um, prophetic fulfillment. You know, the Bible says that in the end times, all the nations will be aligned against Israel and come against her. Um, you know, we see what's happening in the Middle East today. We see some of these nations around uh, the state of Israel going down like dominoes, in far as far as the. The governments of those lands are concerned. And Mm -hmm. then more um, extreme governments coming in and, uh, you know, Israeli ambassadors being sent back to their countries. Uh, So diplomatic ties with Israel being broken and this hostility just being focused on the land. And, uh, you know, there are scriptures like Zechariah where it says that Israel will be like a, a cup of trembling, a heavy stone and a fire in the woodpile, you know, that that all the nations would conspire against her. You go to Psalm 83, and amazingly, not only does it say that a group of surrounding nations will come against Israel, but actually names those nations, and we can see that they are the key players now mm-hmm. that are falling into line and, and uh, forming this allegiance to come against Israel. And uh, we're living in incredible times when we are seeing the prophecies of the word of God concerning this nation being fulfilled
0: before our very eyes. A final question then, Ken, to wrap up. What the Bible says is yet to come. Is that something we should be worried about? Uh, Not worried at all, no. I mean, the Bible says
1: this, in fact, Jesus said, when you see all these things coming to pass, look up, for your redemption draws nigh. I think that's the point, is that we know that his coming
0: is very, very close, even at the doors. Well, that brings us to the end of our series this week. Hope you can join us next week when we start a brand new one. Until then, remember, you don't have to carry that baggage. God wants you to be set free.
1: For books, DVDs, small group studies and other resources from Ken Lake and details about Ken's ministry, visit the Vision Christian store at
0: vision.org.au. That's vision.org.au.